You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk all things Notion. Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today we're going to be talking about the platform Notion. You see, my wonderful friend Renee Shea and I recently were talking about the platform and how she uses it. So if you don't know Renee, you should go find Renee. Renee is a personal brand crusader and builder of confidence. She does all things branding and business photography, and she's responsible for most of my business photography and branding from the very get-go and a whole lot of other people I know. But what I found really interesting is she has this program, which she calls the Rise Program, which takes people through how to identify their strengths and their brand and all those kind of components. And she hosts it in Notion. And what I loved about this was I didn't really know of anyone else hosting their program in Notion. And so we had a really good chat about it. And I wanted to talk to you today about the kind of things that came up during that conversation. So if you're not familiar with Notion, Notion is in what they call an all-in-one workspace. Now they say it has infinite flexibility and it does. Uh, it can do just about anything you want it to do. Notion can make you notes, databases, Kanban boards, pages, calendars, your own wiki. It's a single space where you can think, write and plan anything you want. It kind of takes planning and project management to the next level because it gives you a completely blank page for you to build things the way you want to build them. So for example, I moved away from Asanas and Trellos and those sorts of things and moved all of my business notes and links and guides and processes into Notion because it can do all of those things at the same time. Now, the upside of Notion then is it's super flexible. The downside of Notion is that it's super flexible. So when you open it and there's a completely blank page, there's no structure, there's nothing, it's sometimes really hard to get started and it can feel incredibly overwhelming to learn. But if you haven't looked at Notion, go have a look. I'll leave links in the show notes below. What's really interesting is Renee uses it to host all of her course content and for her one-on-one brand guide and for her group program, she puts all of her workshops and modules and lessons into Notion. And I hadn't even thought about that being a concept before. And my mind was blown, absolutely blown. And I don't really know why, because I can often put a course anywhere. So the thing is, Notion isn't a course platform as such. It won't provide you with the normal module and lesson breakdown that you're used to. It won't provide you with the normal functionality you're used to. It is a completely blank page. But because of that, there's nothing to stop you making it a course platform if you don't want to. What makes it great? Renee has an incredible sense of brand and color. And because Notion is so incredibly flexible, when I log into her programs on her platform, it looks stunning. It looks beautiful because she can allocate images for every module and every lesson, because she can allocate images for every worksheet, because she can color code blocks of text, because she can put headers in places. She has really made the program look and feel like working with her. It embodies her soul and her spirit. And if you've ever met Renee, she is this beautiful rainbow of color. And that really comes through in the program. Because Notion is fairly flexible, she can do that in there. She's not limited necessarily to not being able to put a background block of color in. She's not limited to having to use module headings like Thinkific or Teachable. She can do whatever she wants with those headings and she can do whatever she wants with the background and and she can really make it her own. She uses images, as I said, really well, but what she can easily do then is identify units and lessons and worksheets because everything has a clear branded image. It says on the image what it is, you know which module you're in, you know which lesson you're on, you know what worksheet you've opened, 
everything is so incredibly clearly branded that you know exactly where you are in the program. Notion is really flexible. So what makes part of Renee's program great is that they can tag her to leave comments. So there's a block at the bottom where they can um, at Renee and they can leave questions or comments in there for her. She's also left all the details for you can contact her via email or any other way that you might want to contact her during the program as well. But you can put all of your information right there in the platform for them so they can get directly in contact with you. It is so flexible that you can make it your own. So you'll find that with most course platforms, you're limited to a module and lesson breakdown. And 99% of the time, that does exactly what you need it to do. So you break your one course into a series of modules and those modules into a series of lessons. You might call them topics or chunks, or if you come from Thinkific, you call them categories. And if you like, everyone has their own terminology, but the breakdown is the same. You break your thing into chunks and you break those chunks into smaller chunks. Okay. So the wonderful thing about Notion is it's so flexible. There is nothing to stop you having a three or four tier breakdown. Now that does mean you run the risk of getting very complicated and I wouldn't suggest going too deep but if you found yourself limited by a platform because you want to break down things more than just into modules and lessons but maybe you want to break them into say segments or topics and then inside those topics have modules and lessons so you want a three-tier breakdown or a two-tier breakdown in Notion you can do that. There is nothing stopping you having the different formats of breakdown. There is nothing stopping you putting things inside things. You can go for gold. Be careful. Don't get too deep, but you can do whatever you want in there. So if you want bits inside bits, if you want 100 modules or 100 lessons, there are no limits inside Notion. So what are the downsides of this program? As I mentioned a little bit earlier on, for many, it is too flexible. If you're not familiar with the platform or you're not quite sure what you want it to do, or you haven't seen someone else using it, opening that blank page can be incredibly overwhelming because you just don't know where to start or what to do. Now, Renee has a template coming out soon, which is going to be incredibly powerful. And when it's available, I'll link that in the show notes below for you as well. So it can get you started. And putting a template into Notion is probably one of the best ways to get started. You can download a bunch of templates that help you to sort of look to where to put things or set things up for you um, and then you can go from there and you can make it your own but that blank page can be really intimidating the other thing is because it's not a course platform it's not designed to host courses it's not designed to keep track of answers to questions necessarily it's not designed to show you percentage completion rates it's not designed to show you which users have logged in or out or downloaded which worksheet or which watched which video if you're running a program where you need to keep track of progress notion's really not the platform for you it's not going to do that but it will house content really well and allow users to access content. So if you're not worried about who's downloaded what, if you're not worried about who's answered what, and of course they can tag you in answers, they can write things down in there, but if you're not overly concerned about who's done what in where, then it can host your content really well. Things to consider then if you are going to Notion. One, it's free. The upside of Notion is that using the base level platform is completely free. You can have a paid version which gives you more users and more functionality, but to start with, free is a really cool place to play around with Notion and an opportunity to give it a go. If you want all of the functionality that comes with the course platform, Notion's probably not for you. It doesn't have a payment processor. It doesn't have a landing page. It's not going to sell your courses. It is simply a really cool place to host your content. But if you're running, say, a high-touch group program where you've only got six participants, they've got 12 months access to a bunch of content and you just want to manually add them to your notion so they can use all the content there well that could work it does give you the opportunity to be really clever with the way you build a content database with the way you build your own wiki almost your business wiki with all of your stuffs so whether you use that for the business side of your stuff and running your admin or whether you use that to host your course content and add special users to course content is up to you 
Okay, your action step, because you cannot build a course by listening to me talk about courses. You have to go and do something. And today I am going to give you a healthy warning, which is that if you found this really interesting, by all means, go and look up Notion. I'll leave links in the show notes below for you. But don't get distracted by the shiny stuffs. If you have a course platform that's working for you, stick with it. Or if you know you need some of the functionality of a course platform, you need the payment processor, you need the sales pages, you need the quiz answers, you need those sorts of functionalities, then don't get distracted by this podcast. Notion is not necessarily the option for you. I use it for all of my business admin. I use it for my notes and my brainstorms and my content calendars and my processes and my systems. And right, I use it for that stuff and it's really cool for that. But I don't use it for my courses because it doesn't meet the needs that I want for my course content. However, if you want to build something interesting and you're wondering about the flexibility of Notion as a content hub, maybe it's worth going and having a look. Okay, it's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.